0: Here's one particular strategy that good leaders do that set them apart from every other leader. Good leaders ask great questions. Welcome to the podcast today, everyone. I want to welcome you. Dr. QB Davis came with you, the QB King podcast. And today we are talking really about employee engagement. How do we engage a team of people, get them inspired to want to do something great for themselves and for the organization? Now, when we talk about good leaders asking great questions, there's really two parts to that. Number one is the asking part. Crafting questions that inspire people to get involved, inspire your employees, your workers, your direct reports to get involved. And number two is the listening part, which is just as important. And I talk about how I was so fortunate to understudy under some great leaders as I came through my career. One of the greatest leaders I understudied under was a particular person who knew how to ask great questions. And he knew how to craft questions that inspired you to think. And I'm going to share with you the three reasons why you want to get employees engaged at a level where they're thinking for themselves. I want them thinking because I don't want to be the person that's doing all the thinking all the time, and I don't want them to become dependent on me. I want them to be able to think for themselves. As I often say, I don't want to be that leader, that manager, that supervisor that's on vacation, but I can't enjoy my vacation with my family, my loved one, because every 10 minutes I'm getting a call because people don't know what to do. I want to train people to stand on their own so when I'm not there, they know what to do. To do. I talk about when we studied psychology, there was this particular person that we studied, he was a fascinating individual, and one of his claim to fame was the fact that he never told his leaders what to do. He always led them through a series of questions and helped them come to a logical conclusion as to the way forward his name was Andrew Carnegie, the steel magnate. Andrew Carnegie is credited with bringing steel to America. Now, in the early 1800s, America needed to build, in order to build buildings and grow, they needed steel. But America didn't know how to manufacture steel back then. Only rich people had steel and and was able to afford steel, much like we would say gold is today. And so Andrew Carnegie went to England and watched a bullet maker make steel, and he brought that knowledge back to America. Now, what is interesting about Andrew Carnegie's career is this. It's purported that he knew nothing about the making and marketing of steel. Nothing. But what he was able to do was he learned how to work with people. And one of the things that he put forth as a leader was to never tell his leaders what to do. If something did not go according to plans, he would bring them in. They meaning the leader or the leaders. And he would ask them a series of questions. Ask them what they thought went wrong. What would they do differently? How would they approach it in the future? Those types of questions engages employees and it encourages them to take ownership. So there's really three powerful reasons to ask questions when you're leading a team of people. Number one, you create this participatory environment where people are participating I want people talking and sharing. I want them to participate. Have you ever went in a meeting and you're there and the leader's doing all the talking? Never asking the team what they want, what they would need, what would motivate and inspire them. Have you ever seen that? And so the team leaves the meeting disgruntled because they feel as though the person did not include them on the decision-making process. So the first reason to get employees involved and ask by asking great questions is you create a participatory environment for them. Number two, you allow them to present their concerns in their own voice. It's nothing like someone speaking in their own voice. You ever, ever had the experience where a person finishes your sentence for you? And perhaps you were not going to actually say that. And that's one thing we found in communications that we Americans like to do. We like to finish people's sentences. One of the things we learn in having an active listening voice is to let the person say what they're going to say, let them present their ideas in their own voice, and sit back and let them complete their sentences before we jump in. And then the third reason why we want to create an environment where we're asking questions much like Andrew Carnegie is we want to get buy-in. We want to get the employee to buy into the solution. Anytime you own something, there's a tendency to take better care of whatever you own. Isn't that true? Whether you're dealing whether you're saying you own a house or a car, you know, take a look at A rental car. The way people treat a rental car. Well, I'm just there to rent a car. I'm not saying you're being totally destructive, but you're not going to change the oil in a rental car. I'm not going to do too much washing of the rental car. I'm certainly not going to change any tires or do any maintenance. Why? Because I'm just renting. But when I own the vehicle, all of a sudden things are totally different. We want to bring employees in. Good leaders ask great questions, and I want them to participate. I want them to voice their opinion. I want them to challenge the process, as Cousin Prasna says in the Leadership Challenge. Challenge the process. And then I want them to have buy-in. When we leave that meeting, I want them to feel as though they own the process They own the solution. When we do it that way, they leave with a new dedication for building success models within the organization. Let's take a quick break, everyone. When we come back, we're going to continue to talk about how good leaders ask great questions and how we transition into a coaching position where we're inspiring people by way of asking great questions. Let's take a quick break, everyone, and we'll come right back after this. We are back. Welcome back, everyone. We are talking good leaders ask great questions and how to engage our direct reports, our employees to want to be a part of the solution and how they can take ownership and what they do. Lisa Hamburg and her Coaching Basic Program says that great coaching can make a world of difference. It can help people move mountains of self-imposed restrictions. And that's what we want to do. We want people to move forward and feel as though they can achieve the goals in which we have set. And a great coach, a great leader, is able to inspire people to believe that they can achieve even the impossible. Take a look at a lot of the great coaches that you may know. Look around in any professional sport, and you will see great leaders take people. They have an inkling, if you will, of what they can do, but a great coach will bring it out. They will inspire. And So what are some of the things that they do? Well, a coach, they encourage, but they don't dictate. And a lot of what people perhaps may think is coaching is really them telling. So advice is rarely coaching because it focuses on the advice the givers is giving. It, It focuses on their perspective. So when I'm giving advice, one of the things that I learned, and I learned that technique from the leaders that I was with and studying Andrew Carnegie is to bring a person in and begin to ask a series of questions that causes them to think outside of the box. I wanna know from them questions like, What do you think went wrong on the project? And I wanna hear what they think went wrong. What do you think went right? Then another question I may ask is, uh, I wanna know, is What will you do differently? What can you do differently? than you did before. What would make the project more successful the next time around? Is there anyone you would talk to this time around that you didn't talk to before? I'm leading them down this path where they or a path of self-discovery where they are discovering in their mind. What am I trying to achieve? I want to get buy-in from them. I want them to feel as though they were able to participate in the process and they're walking away with solutions that they crafted. And I love it when I'm working with people and you see this light bulb go off in their In their heart and their eyes, you see their eyes light up when they're like, wow, yes, that's what I did wrong. So we ask questions. And I might ask another question, who should I know and with whom should I share the goals of what you are trying to achieve? Is there any books that you're reading or any books you might want to know about? I want to get to know the person. I want them to be able to stand up on their own. So I ask the question, what are you learning from this whole process? Well, I'm learning how to manage my time. I'm learning how to speak before the executive team. I'm learning a lot of strategies just helping me in my career. Good leaders ask great questions. We want them to ask great questions. And so, the phase of uh, the phrase of coaching is where you play the role of detective. I wanted, you know, be a detective. You know, uh, you know, act like a detective. You, you're constantly trying to uncover clues. And as I said, and I wrote a book called "Success Leaves Clues." What are the clues that we can learn that led to, perhaps? The debacle, the, the, you know, I don't want to call it a failure, a setback, if you will. And what are the things that went right? Act like a detective when you go into your meeting, when you sit down with your direct report. I want to know, and don't do it in the sense that you're interrogating them, putting them on the light, you know, sweating them. But I really go in with empathy. I want to understand what was your thinking? What were you thinking when you went through this process? Watch what happens. You lead a group of people that become not only independent and able to think for themselves, but they become very successful. I've been so fortunate. I see people that I was fortunate to coach many years ago that went on to be successful And I feel the joy of my life. But really all I did, everybody, I just listened to them. I literally sat down and listened to them. And then, so we want to play the role of detective, catalyst. We want to inspire them. And then we want to facilitate. We want to facilitate their goal setting. We want them to leave with a new set of goals and a new set of, of parameters, if you will, that they have set up. Once they leave, we want to check in with them. We want to know that they are staying on track. And so before we leave that meeting, we want to know that they're on track. Somebody recently asked me, and said, Dr. King, I have people that are saying that their projects are done, but they're not there. And as I dug deeper into what she was asking and what was going on, she didn't have a a good follow-up program with the employee. Once we leave that meeting and they have ownership, now I want to follow up. What's that saying? People do what you inspect, not what you expect. And that's not, I don't mean in a negative way, but people like to know that their leader cares enough to check in on them and see if they're on track. That takes the ability to know-how to manage people, you know, what we call emotional intelligence. And I hope that you will take the time to listen to the emotional intelligence portion. We've been talking about how to inspire people, how to inspire your direct reports by asking great questions. So John Maxwell's book, Good Leaders Ask Great Questions, Craft questions, sit down with them before your meeting, sit down with your direct report and ask them, craft these questions. So when you go in and we say, follow the 80-20 rule, allow them to talk 80% of the time as as a leader, sit back and listen. We're going to allow them to talk 80%, we're going to listen 80% and we'll talk 20% of the time. That is our training for the day, everyone. I hope that you continue to build your leaders for the future as we go into this new AI environment and workplace. Follow us on the World Wide Web, qbking.com. Come on back. Let's do it again as we build leaders for the future. Dr. King signing off for now, saying go out there and make your dreams king. Bye-bye for now, everybody.